All right, guys, mm-hmm. we are back for another episode of our Hustle podcast. I'm Faith Barrett, and today we have a special guest, uh, really one of my uh, favorite secret ninjas that has mm-hmm. made our lives so much easier. Uh, this is Brett uh, Westside Laundry Wash, um, and we'll get into kind of like the background of what you guys do um, and why you have been such a huge asset to our <laughs> lives. Uh, if if you picked up any hints, laundry is a key in helping us run more efficiently. But uh, this podcast is all about basically helping people see ways to build passive income, understand the hustle behind where you got and how you got there, hearing success and failures along the way to really just inspire you. So uh, why don't you introduce, you know, where you guys obviously own Westside Laundry Mat, um, but I know that there's been probably many businesses before that. Uh, so maybe give a background and, you know, we'll, we'll dive in. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, well, we started off, uh, in 92. Um, <laughs> I started buying, I, I bought, uh, uh, Shasta pizza company. Okay. So I started a pizza shop in 92, right down the road on Hartnell and Victor and, uh, actually grew up and had five of them. Okay. Grew and did that for 27 years. Did you grow up making pizza or did you just like learn it? Like, um, was it just more well, of a I number? grew up in the industry in Southern California. My brother had 70 stores. 70 pizza stores? Yes. Wow. He had 70 pizza shops. Okay. And so at about age 14, started working and just, you know, taking the trash out, cutting up onions, uh, dicing tomatoes, flipping dough, um, just kind of you know, worked my way into it. Uh, yeah. never intended on owning a pizza shop. Um, but, uh, my brother started using, my dad's a beekeeper. So he started using my dad's honey in the dough versus sugar. Mm. And so as I was working with my dad and my brother, I started thinking, Hmm, this might be a good opportunity. Um, so we drove up the coast up, uh, highway 101 from Ventura, Santa Barbara, Drove into Reading and uh, went into a several pizza shops. About the fourth one I went into, the gentleman uh, said, hey, $20,000. Wow. And so... <laughs> 1992. 1992. <laughs> and I said, hey, I, I got to jump at that opportunity. Since then, um, we, like I said, we've owned five pizza shops. Um, along the way, we've also started uh, You Call We Haul, a hauling business. Um, you call, we haul. That's yes, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, then we semi-retired about five years ago before and, we break off of that. So yes. would you say the secret to like a good pizza crust is honey? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Uh, honey versus sugar and then olive oil versus vegetable oil. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 <laughs> it makes a big difference. We'll, we'll put a pin in that. <laughs> okay. uh, and, and, and not jumping off too much. Uh, was there like what was like your most popular pizza? Like, did you have like a Shasta pizza like is known for this pizza? Um, I would say. Or was it more like the, the dough? Mountain, the mountain. The mountain. The mountain pizza. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I would say the dough is the most. Uh, was the most popular. Like, absolutely. Known. And it still exists today. It's still down the street. There's wow. still one in Anderson. There's, there's, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think there's three still. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. right. So it's still still rocking and rolling. Okay, so, the so we got the pizza. There. We got yeah. the pizza. We got the you call we haul. Yep. Do you yep. still have that going? Nope. I no? sold that as well. Okay. Uh, Semi retired. S- Semi retired. So you sold the pizza company. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yep. And then about five years ago, semi retired, uh, our washer broke, and so we ended up having to go do laundry. You know, having kids, 
and we went into several laundromats. Half of the machines weren't working. Mm-hmm. Um, we went into the one um, by Ace Hardware. Uh, there was just, you know, this disarray, trashed, uh, just, you know, people in there drinking. Um, it's like the stereo, feels like the stereotypic of like it, a laundromat of like. It is. Yeah. It yeah. is. And so the wife looked at me and said, hmm, I know we can do much better than this. <laughs> Maybe we should own a laundromat. So about six, eight months later, we went in and asked the gentleman if he'd sell. For 20000 No. <laughs> I, yeah, I wish. Yes, exactly. And uh, we we bought it um, just, you know, four years ago now, about four years ago now. And you're located where? Um, we're on El Reno, right El next Reno. to Ace Hardware on 273. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So when you bought it, um, obviously... Did, did you just see, it sounds like you obviously work in based off of numbers and, Hey, I'll figure it out. Or I see an opportunity and my background, I can make it better. I mean, it's not like you ever learned anything about laundry growing up. I mean, everybody does yeah. laundry, but you yeah. know, yeah. uh, what, were you like nervous to buy a laundry mat or was it oh, just absolutely. Like, absolutely. Yeah. Um, had no, uh, no knowledge of the laundromat business. Um, just as far as being a business owner, a small business owner, I felt, uh, and part of a small community, I could easily do well just mm-hmm. by running a business like you would any other place. Yeah. Um, along the way, there's been uh, some interesting, you know, learning curves, so right. to speak. Um, you have to, you know, really get to know your community. Mm-hmm. Um, and back to what we talked about earlier, when I've done the free laundry day uh, for the two and a half years. Um, we really got to know all of the locals mm-hmm. that really helped a lot, yeah. uh, just bringing them in and, uh, serving them food, giving them a chance to do, you know, six, eight loads of laundry, um, really made a big difference. Mm-hmm. Um, now, uh, our laundry mat stays clean. Um, the people that go there are very, um, courteous, respectful. yes, respectful, <laughs> courteous to each other. You kind of broken the stereotype of exactly. like what so many things when they feel laundry mat or whatnot. That's right. So when you opened it, I know like you told me like you have to buy new machines. Like did you just like create like a standard of like uh, every machine is brand new or like how did you like how much money did you not that we need exact dollar amounts, but was it a lot of an upfront investment? I mean, because. I lots know of, lots of, lots in of real money estate, everybody uh, loves the the passive income of a laundromat or like storage units where it's like somebody, is, there's not a lot of overhead cost to, you know, there is cost in terms of like the maintenance of everything. So it's like once you get that standard, obviously that's, it becomes self-sufficient in some ways, but everybody likes that type of model of investment because it's, you know, you don't need 10 plus employees like a pizza business where somebody's opening, closing, you Correct. know, whatnot. So did was that kind of a model that attracted you with the laundry mat? Was the simplicity of not so much overhead like the pizza company? Or was it just like, hey, I know this is gonna be profitable? What kind of like attracted you to that type of model? Um I would say no employees. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I am my you, own employee. I am <laughs> my own employee. But uh after having the pizza shops for twenty seven years, um the employees are a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um and as and going into the laundromat business, you're under the impression it is, um, uh, you don't have to have employees to be successful. Mm-hmm. Once I've done, once we've been getting going here about four years, you realize you need somebody on 
site most most of the time. Yeah. Because your machines get <clears throat> your machines get uh, every person puts quarters in or opens the door different. You need to explain to them, hey, faith, this door you know shuts this easy. You don't have to slam the door. You don't have to, you know, um, reef on the coin machine to get the quarters out. It'll, the, you know, you have to. You have teach, to almost, yeah. You have to teach your customers. Yeah. Um, how to take care of the washing in the in the dryer like it's their own. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> and the cost up front is more signif- significant than you would think. Mm-hmm. Um, everything, the price have gone up. You know. 2000, you know, 2023. Now the cost has just gone through the roof. You were saying like even the sewer, like for like the connection, it's uh, just like all those nuts and bolts of like things people don't think about. They just see, oh, like people just stick quarters in and I make money. It's like, no, no, no. There's like the sewer, the, the the vents need to be cleaned every day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Your drain, your drains get clogged with, with, um, you're proficient now in laundry. (laughs) That's, That's right. And, and also, um, if you've noticed, in our little small town, when's the think about the last time you've seen the laundromat open? Mm. Yeah, you, you you don't. Yeah, because the costs are so significant. The city comes in and and is not um, is not open open to you opening up a laundromat. Mm-hmm. It's very very. Um, it, it takes your resources the mm-hmm. the the water you know mm-hmm. the the gas. Um, it's a lot of over. It's a lot of hidden costs. People, like you said, don't like really. There's realize. a lot of hidden costs you don't yeah. realize. Correct. So once you got like started, like uh, I think where you change that stereotype, you improve the kind of model of the laundromat essentially uh, for Reading because mm-hmm. you will drive around and you'll see vacancies. You'll see like rundown, you know, options. Um, one thing that I think that you pivoted so well is I think a lot of people, and I think it's such a genius, you know, concept is just that. Uh, you have a laundromat. I don't need to go to the laundromat if I have a washer and dryer at my house. So I think where you creatively saw like an opportunity, which I'll let you share your, you know, greatness of what we utilize now is, uh, you know, just the opportunity of servicing everybody who needs laundry service, not just the person who doesn't, you know, is in an apartment and doesn't have that, you know, so maybe you can talk about your delivery and well, we, we, this is all new learning to us. So for the first year and a half, we just maintained the laundromat. Mm-hmm. We made sure our machines were clean, up and working, uh, making sure the floors are uh, clean, your vents are cleaned out every day, um, your windows are washed, you know, so on and so forth. Once we've got that established, we started finding um, we had a lot of these construction gentlemen would come in and see us mm-hmm. and ask us to wash their clothes and take it back to their hotel. Mm-hmm. They were at hotels. These are out of town guys doing uh, PG&E work, doing uh, building the new courthouse, so on and so forth. So we really started thinking, hey, there's another little niche here, right? And so we, once you're involved in the laundry world, um, the laundromat owners all kind of talk to each other, mm-hmm. and so we started talking to all these other laundromat owners from all these other states and cities. They uh, offered this fluff and fold service, which has been going for for several years. In Reading, nobody has heard about it. Mm -hmm. And so very, very small, you know, um, voice is out there talking about this. So these construction guys come 
they have instead of working all day and going and spending two three hours at the laundromat, they just drop it off. Now they can relax, you yep. know, get ready for the next day. So we 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 got on board and uh, got a website, mm-hmm. which is um, very crucial. Yep. Um, back to um, my Shasta Pizza days, I never um, um, decided to advance with this new. Uh, technology that has come forth. Um, I'm old school. Just shake your hand. Let's make yeah. you a good pizza. But now with the laundromat, we've had to go with this this website. Now everything is all phone. Yep. It's all website direct technology. So these gentlemen don't even have to talk to us. They mm-hmm. can leave their their uh, clothes at the front desk. Mm-hmm. They we go we we drive the van. We pick it up. We we do their their laundry. We drop it off in the office. They come. They don't even have to contact us. Yeah. And um, so now since then, we've begin begun to do um, schools, um, Air uh, Airbnbs, personal uh, residence, personal yeah, personal <laughs> residence. Yep, personal <laughs> residence, and um, a, a lot of travelers. Uh, just a lot of uh, families that just don't have time. There's a lot yeah. of mothers out there. The kids play sports. They do music, they travel, they mm-hmm. play on traveling teams. They don't have time. Yeah. And both parents are working. Yeah. So we, we kind of just filled that void mm-hmm. with the niche. And uh, shoot, we've been doing two and a half years now, and we're growing about 30% a year. Just, wow. Yeah. Just, would you say like the pickup and delivery, kind of that side of services, like would you say it's almost split? Because like the laundromats, people actually walking in, would you say that carries like a higher percentage of the, your business the, the, yes the walk-in right now is um about 60 percent okay and the uh the self-serve walk-in is about 60 percent and 40 mm-hmm. percent now is uh the wow. wash and fold and just imagine if you didn't like see that opportunity and adapt like just like you adapted with technology like you know for somebody like me i don't i don't need to walk into a laundry mat but if you tell me hey i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna pick up your clothes do it for you and drop yeah. it off the next day and that's like the thing i think that most people like, you know, being able for you to come pick up my clothes. I do use bread. They're amazing. Uh, <laughs> come pick up my clothes and then drop it off the next day. It's like a no brainer, yeah. you know, yeah. um, for some people that are uh, listening are curious, how much is it per load or uh, pound? Sorry. Um, we, we are charging uh, 225 a pound. Uh, we do have a minimum of 15 pounds for drop off. Mm-hmm. And a minimum of twenty five pounds for delivery, mm-hmm. um, which is not too hard to to meet. Yeah. Uh, give you an example: a family of four uses two hundred and fifty pounds of goes through two hundred and fifty pounds minimum a month. Mm. That, to, wow. that gives you an example. Yeah. Um, uh, the winter time tends to be a little more. Mm-hmm. You wear heavier clothes. Yep. Summertime a little bit less. You wear summer summer clothes. Um, but it's a really great service as well if you have um, company. Mm-hmm. Let's say you have a, a family coming for Turkey Day or uh, Christmas. Yeah. You need time to get the blankets out, your pillows out, all those sheets and things that you don't normally get out. Yeah. And uh, your your machine isn't, you know, you already got to have your piles of laundry. You're like, let's see somebody else. Now, <laughs> now, now we come in, we, we fill that void. We're able to just come pick it up. You don't even have to waste your time. 
it's all online. You don't even have to talk to us. Yeah. It's it's all, you know, through the computer. Yeah. So what what made you so backing up, you obviously got into the laundromat world. Uh kind of do you did you feel like a lot of the things that you learned from growing Shasta Pizza rolled over into the laundromat? Or did you like for some people listening, like I mean you started that in nineteen ninety two. Um I wasn't even like an idea or actually I probably was an idea. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't there yet. <laughs> uh, but uh <laughs> what awful. what made you like retire? Was it like successful and you were just uh, just kind of done running that and it sounds like you got bored and you, or you saw an yeah. opportunity. Uh, what's kind of your mindset between all these different businesses, like the, you call, we haul, like, you know, ideas of, you know, building something great. And do you just see leveraging something that you, uh, build and then selling it as like a really good way of you investing in businesses versus I think some people will like, will build something and hold on to it for 30, 40 years yes, yes. and then pass it along. How do you, it seems like you have like a different model for that. Like from Shasta pizza closing and moving into laundromat, like, is that just what you love to do? Build good businesses and then sell them or. Mm, that's a really good question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I, I feel, I feel, um, the pizza business was, really, really good to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I felt like I was going to pass it on to my children. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I realized how hard I worked and the amount of time and effort you have to put in. I mm-hmm. would rather have my kids. Profit to, somewhere yeah, else. Yeah. Yeah. Go to school and <clears throat> not, not, not to say that a small business is not the way to go, mm-hmm. but I would just hope they would take a different angle. Mm-hmm. And so, and I had, made enough money to semi-retire mm-hmm. and kind of just kick it, mm-hmm. you know, and then being hyper and ADHD, um, I thought, <laughs> hey, I, I got to do something. I, yeah. You can only fish so much and hit the golf ball so much. And now it's time to try something else. Yeah. Um, And, and I really do enjoy building mm-hmm. things, businesses from scratch. Mm-hmm. That There's something to be said that's very successful or very uh, – rewarding to yourself that you you can make it in the place that nobody can make it Mm -hmm. that's very rewarding to get to that spot but with the laundromat business it is a um generational wealth you're creating Mm -hmm. this uh, it is not something you sell Mm -hmm. that is something that you keep and then pass it down to your children Mm -hmm. as Um, you build a system as you as you build a system for it and you are going to have to have employees as well as mm-hmm. the the pizza shop, but the employees um, are not going to be as many. Or you know, yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's 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 dictating how you want to have employees underneath you, or like what? How does your team players look like when you're building a business? You know, yes. uh, for real estate, it's you know, hey, I'm I'm a sole proprietor. Like it's just me and my husband, and we have people on our team, but like I don't, they are you know commission based. Like I don't owe them anything. So yeah. it's like. It, it definitely is a different mindset. So for almost, uh, I'm going to do quick math, 31 years in the business um, or running a business from the ground up, what would you say is your kind of key lessons you've learned? I mean, you don't have to rattle off 10, but like what are some top things you feel like you've learned or, you know, maybe would tell somebody differently if they were like, hey, I want to start up a business in a more general, not so much like specific based to pizza, but like in or general, it, yeah, in general. Um, I would say um, the the one the one most consistent thing you want to be is work hard mm-hmm. and be there every day and 
just don't give up. Yeah. Because it will happen. It will come to fruition mm -hmm. if you just will it. Mm -hmm. You just you have to stay with it and you have to keep working and you just will it to fruition and it happens. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I think um, listening to your customers as well is important. You have to talk to your customers and ask them, just like with the laundromat business, um, I've purchased new machines along the way in over four years. The machines I have bought have come due to the questions and answers I'm talking, I'm asking to my customers. The customers dictate what kind of machines you want in there. Mm -hmm. So the more you ask your customers and talk to your customers, they'll tell you what they want in there. Mm -hmm. And then you, you, you obtain those machines, now they're being used. Versus with the pizza business, you can only ask the customers about what kind kinds of pizzas or what what's a feedback yeah, or yeah it's a it's a different dialogue yeah yeah it's a totally different dialogue so but I still think they like correlate because like you know you make a pizza well, and somebody says yeah. I don't like that then maybe you change it and adapt to yes. it but yeah it's not like running <clears throat> you think you have the way or the highway and like oh. I know always like when you're in customer service, it's like the customer is always right. Yeah. That's that's always been like the motto of like businesses. And, uh, you know, I think there is some truth to that. I also think, you know, there's some unreasonable people, but I, <laughs> <laughs> I think there's some truth to that. But I think like you're saying, like you, you, the people standing in front of you actually is the secret answer to if you want to adapt and improve, you'll gain a larger network of people who want to utilize you or it's going to hurt you if you don't, you know, want to adapt because then they're going to say, this isn't for me. I move on to something else, you know? Yes. Yeah. And that's okay. And that, yeah. and that's okay. But, um, and also, um, you, as a business owner, you have to realize it's all on you mm -hmm. versus, um, when you have, uh, employees, you can rely on the employees a little bit. You can lean on the employees. So with the pizza shop, I was able to lean on employees. With the laundromat, there's no you. You show up, you get paid, and you, you yeah. pay yourself essentially. That's, right. That's <laughs> yes, yes, exactly right. So you, you know, you have to really, you know, yeah, yeah. You kind of like be be your your own uh, critique of yeah. your performance, That's like right. you know. And it's the same thing with real estate. It's like some it, some days you don't have good days. Yeah. Yeah, maybe yeah. you don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, what would you, for like the pizza and even probably the laundromat, I think also like for some people, some some years you are just breaking even or some years you're losing money. Like for for starting up from the ground up, how long did you did you feel like it? I mean, you've only, what, been four or five years in like the laundromat business, but the pizza obviously was longer. Did it, was a struggle just trying to get to that point where you were actually profitable and, you know, uh, seeing the profit or where you just kind of found the profit right from the beginning? No, it's taken a couple years, uh, yeah. about two, two and a half years before you start finding the profit zone. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you have to invest that money back into the laundromat. So mm -hmm. all of the profit you just put right back into the laundromat, purchasing new equipment, new machines, painting, 
you know, uh, new hood fan, you know, new swamp coolers, new coin machine, new soap machine. Yeah. You just in- invest it right back into the laundromat. And I think that's like so important because I think some people get so excited of like, I opened a business and I got my paycheck and it's like, yeah, you did, but you also still have all these other costs. I mean, the same thing with real estate, you have to put money back into the business. And I think for anybody who's listening or watching or whatnot, it's like, if you want to start a business, like you have to be realistic of like knowing actually when you're going to be profitable because, or, I mean, you could, I'm not saying you can't be profitable from the very beginning, but like knowing what you're going to do with those profits to increase the profitability down the road, or are you going to kind of just keep it to a certain point where, you know, you make some money and, and, and you do well, but you, but you reach almost like your threshold because you're not pouring back into the business. And I think when you don't allow uh, a profit of, you know, whatever you made that year to dictate and you can look past that and say, what can I do now to double that or triple that? Correct. That to me is somebody who can build substantial passive income versus the short term one of like, oh, I made a hundred thousand dollars, you know, this year, you know, kind of thing. And yep. this is mine and I'm going to go on a vacation yep. and I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do anything back to my business. Yep. That, so. that, 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 okay. And that plays a great, that's a great point. If you drive around Reading mm-hmm. and look at all the other laundromats, mm-hmm. you'll see what exactly the what difference. you're talking about. Because those other laundromats are taking the profit and not putting the money back in. You could see from the 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 equipment they're using. Yep. 100%. You could see from the equipment they're using. They're not investing their money back in. Mm-hmm. They're just comfortable. Yep. They're, or, yep. or they're like, I, I, I didn't, I didn't use my profits well. And so now I'm just like basically just holding a space to keep my door open. That's just right. to be And there. it's just, it's just what you said. You take the hundred thousand and okay, you, 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 you're gone instead yeah. of putting that back in, whether it's, uh, uh, you know, uh, advertising on the door or whether mm-hmm. it's, uh, stickers on your, um, yeah. machines or so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, so now with the laundromat business, which is really interesting with this fluff and full, what we're talking mm-hmm. about, um, it's wide open. Yeah. There's no other business in town that's doing this except for there's, there's a couple other laundromats that are doing it part time, mm-hmm. you know, half-heartedly, yeah. but there's nobody doing it wide open like we are. The The opportunity there is yeah. tremendous. It's just wide finding, open. It's like in any business, finding where you know you could improve on a service that somebody else isn't capitalizing on and doubling down on that and making it your statement of unique pitch. You yes. know, we're yes. a laundromat, we're clean, we break all stereotypes, but we also take care of the maybe more the higher end buyer or consumer that might not walk into a laundromat. So I think it's really cool. I mean, I think you have so much knowledge and history of 31 years from pizzas to you call we haul uh, and the laundromat. Um, real quick, do you, are you feeling like you have an itch to expand into something are you happy with the laundromat right now? It seems like you're doing really well. Like, do you have like new horizons of places to branch into? Um, yes, I'd like to go into real estate. <laughs> I'd, like to we're ca- here. I'd like to catch you. Yeah, I'd like to go to real estate. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's always great, but uh, uh, it's no semi-retiring. in, the, in No the- semi-retiring. <laughs> now I, I would like to um, uh, work hard and uh, buy another laundromat. That's awesome. It'd be fun to buy another laundromat. Yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Well, um, 
I say that you guys changed our lives in terms of our, you know, for us, we're really busy people. So if you have not experienced uh, Westside uh, Laundromat and their pickup service and everything like that, um, where can they, do they just go online? Where can they? They could go to westsidewash.com. Okay. And uh, every, all the information is there. Just And your lives will be changed. And your lives will be changed. Absolutely. <laughs> Believe me, man, listen to this. Your lives will be changed. <laughs> if you are, if, if you're listening and you want to, you know, improve you want to go to the lake, if you want to go to the lake a little more, catch some more fish. Make your wife happy. <laughs> Very happy. <laughs> uh, no, but seriously, uh, they have been amazing. So uh, thank you so much for coming on, sharing kind well, of. Thank your, you for having yeah, me. Yeah, you're cool. 30 one years of pizzas and whatnot yeah. you'll have to make us the mountain one oh, time absolutely. and try the dough <laughs> oh yeah um but if you are you know wanting to switch up your routine improve your daily life with a west side wash laundromat uh give them a call or sign up for your first pickup and i promise you you'll be hooked so oh, yes. on the next week <laughs> of our podcast uh we'll see you next week on the hustle podcast and go from there all right thank you faith yeah. i appreciate it <laughs> right.